Okay. Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Blood Orange. We are so pretentious. We are Caitlin and Christina. We've been friends for 20 years and found the only bit of TV we agree on is Project Runway. So we're going to be watching and breaking down our favorite outfits and fashion catastrophes starting from the very beginning. We hope you'll join in and watch along with us. The first season is available on DVD. The well, second, the second season. season. We're on the second <laughs> season now. <laughs> Thank God. My script is old. The second season is available on DVD or online. And today we'll be talking about season two, episode two. What happened in this episode, Caitlin? So it starts off with them on the runway, like always, with it looks like Heidi has the button bag and she has them choose their models. But the twist is, is that this, the model that they choose is their model throughout the whole season. Yeah, they, they're not letting them choose every episode anymore. I'm just disappointed because I kind of liked the model thing. Yeah, it was kind of like, I mean, by the end of last season, most of them were sticking with their same model anyway. But yeah. it was kind of fun when it like threw a screwdriver in where someone got stuck with a model they didn't really want or and ironically, I mean we'll get to it, but the mod the person who goes out this week did choose the worst model that was up there. Sorry to that model if she ever hears this, but why do you think she was the worst model? We talked about her last week that the, her look last week was terrible because she couldn't walk. And then it was oh. the same one this week that couldn't walk. Yeah. So she made a bad choice. I mean, granted her outfit was bad, but she made a bad choice. Yeah. So should we even bother saying who the models are? I mean, I wrote it down. I did too, but at the time I thought it was, it would change every week. Yeah. I mean, I guess we can say it this week, and then we never have to say it again. That's true. So Kirsten picked Melissa, who was the bad walker. Ramondo picked Maria, who actually, who does he actually have? He has end? Allison in the end. I was going to go, yeah. wait, I don't have Maria, but that's right. Um, she pulled out after he picked her. She decided she didn't want to do it, which is a shame because she was cute. I was disappointed. Yeah. She probably got a, good, a better gig. Probably. <laughs> Daniel Franco clicked Claudia because he wanted a different coloring, which is just very weird wording. Yeah, he he went with. I think last week he'd had someone that had brown hair, and he went with someone that was blonde or something, and it was. I took it like skin color. <laughs> I think they were both white. It's just I don't know. Had, I don't remember who had brown hair. Time. Um, it was Rebecca that he had last time. Daniel okay. Mosevic Victor. Okay. Um, Marla had Kara. Diana picked Leslie Ann. Was it Ann or Anna? I just wrote Leslie. <laughs> and Danielle. Zulima. Is that how you say her name? I think so, yeah. Picked Rachel. Andre, Shannon. I didn't hear who Nick picked. Um, Tara. I have okay. Andre had Danielle. No, uh, and Emmett had Shannon. Maybe I had to <laughs> so many times. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go with what you did because you just watched it. So I literally finished five minutes ago. Um, Kara picked Eden. 
Santina picked Heather, which was his model last time. Daniel V picked Rebecca. And then Chloe picked Grace, who yeah. was also her model. Most people went with the model they already had. Most of them seem to, yeah. Okay. Which makes sense. I mean, you're already kind of familiar. You've already met. Yeah. So then after they pick the models, they're told to go see their where they're going to be living. And they're like, oh, there's going to be a party after. And then you'll hear what your challenge is at the party. And then they had, they had to see who they were going to be like, how the apartments were divided up. And I feel bad for the women that ended up with Zulima. I know. I wrote down, Zulima doesn't believe in fairness. She was such a snot about the closet space. Like, she was not willing to share closet space. Like, no, this is all my, this is all mine. Like, so ridiculous. And usually the oldest, because she says she's the oldest of seven. Usually they're used to having to share everything. And no, she was, I won't share anything. Like, I, I would not want to live with her. Maybe since she, maybe she had to share all the time growing up that she's like, F it, I'm never sharing ever again once you become an adult. Well, she needs to grow up a little more then. Yeah, it's on. very immature to not share. <laughs> she had her shoes lined up at the top of the closet side by side and she wouldn't allow anyone else to put their clothes up there because she would have to double up her shoes. Get over it. Yeah, I would have been like, once I heard someone say that, I can't believe I have to live with you. But Andre, Nick, Santino, and Daniel V are all in one apartment, and that's where I would want to live. Yeah, that's probably (laughs) the the fun one. (laughs) So many different personalities, but in a good way. And then Santino is wearing up a horse shirt, and I wish that's what he was wearing. We'll get to it in a second why I wish he was wearing that. Yeah, I wish she'd worn that. <laughs> um, and then Emmett, it's Emmett Ramirez. What is it? What's his name? Ramundo. Ramundo and Daniel Franco are in one apartment, and Emmett goes straight to the one bedroom. I would have done too, because could you imagine sharing a room with Daniel Franco? <laughs> no, I couldn't. He. I just imagine he's that guy like at remember like slumber parties where that one person would never shut up even though everyone's trying to sleep (laughs) (laughs) at one point in this episode Santino says something like maybe Daniel Franco will be back for the third season too (laughs) I wrote that okay I wrote that Daniel Franco should be in every season and get eliminated first (laughs) every season that would have been amazing Daniel Franco up season 17. I'm here again. <laughs> You'll make it past episode two. <laughs> they should have made a contract where he had to do it. Oh man, that would have been funny. He would have to give up eventually. <laughs> okay, so then they go to the party. It's actually like a real party. I thought it was going to be like a janky thing, but. All the models are there. It looks like they're having a good time. And then the challenge, Tim Gunn goes on stage and tells them the challenge, which is they can only use the clothes they're wearing for fabric. I wondered like when they were, when the women were like getting dressed to go to the party, they, 
there was a lot of emphasis on what they were wearing and I was like I like this is kind of out of place in the show <laughs> like watching them be like should I wear this dress or should I wear this dress yeah like, they don't usually show them that much time yeah, yeah. And that's why yeah and so they they can only use what they're wearing on their back as fabric and it's a one-day challenge and so the question is Caitlin what are you wearing what would you make with what you're wearing I'm actually wearing like a really soft man's t-shirt so I could probably make a really short dress out of it that's what Zulimo went with <laughs> oh my god her fucking dress we'll get to it um Nick is so sad and then I wrote I bet Danielle wish she did wear the prom dress so she would have all that material yeah originally had a full-length dress on it looked like I mean several several people seem to have worn their favorite jackets <laughs> like all of them were like oh, I'm gonna wear my favorite jacket to this party I would too like this party you know you wear your favorite outfit when you're going to a party and you're mingling and stuff but um <laughs> It seemed like all the men had a lot of material to work with, and all the women were like, fuck. Yeah. A lot of jeans. A lot of jeans, which was, but uh, it was very early 2000s to be making jean dresses all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote Emmett's personality is like bland chicken. Yeah, that's probably true. I haven't seen him smile once, laugh. I did think at one point, when they're near the end of this challenge he sits down with Andre and is like helping him sew his model into the dress which was very nice of him he didn't have to do that yes because that's kind of the only thing I've seen him do because earlier remember when Kara was trying to figure out how to do something on the sewing machine and everyone was like I'm not helping you (laughs) yeah no (laughs) I put it's Vanessa 2.0 she doesn't know how to use the sewing machine like she's (laughs) She didn't know how to thread the needle on the sewing machine. Like that's. I know. That's how does she not know how to do that? Like I have the most basic sewing skills that you can have, and I know how to do that. All I can figure is she must use a different machine at home or something, and these ones are. But everyone but else. Isn't it basically it out. universal? I would think so. I've only ever used one machine though, so maybe not. I've used two different machines, and they're basically the same. By the way, that my favorite class in college was sewing. I loved that class. I remember when you were in that class. <laughs> I loved that. My teacher was wonderful. I had a, it was a cool group of people. It was a great class. And the second best class I had was in, infectious disease class. Really? Yeah, really off topic. There was only like five of us in that class. So we all like got to really know each other. And the teacher was just- So, your, so your favorite class wasn't the- western religion class or whatever it was we took no <laughs> mr eikenberry <laughs> how do you remember his name huh how do you remember his name because his name is eikenberry how do you not remember that name <laughs> so this is again off topic but that akon song smack that was really popular when that song when we were in that class and then me and katie would always be like Mr. Eikenberry, this is like your theme song. And our, we wouldn't say that to him, of course, but we'd be like, smack that, Mr. Eikenberry, smack that. Eikenberry. <laughs> so you remember him? <laughs> I didn't remember until now. <laughs> you just flooded my head of memory. Remember that SEX song too, Katie? <laughs> no. 
I remember when we went to the Mormon church for the the field trip for that class. That felt like a cult. Yeah, it was. I'm convinced Mormons are cult. Very nice people. Very nice, but it was just a very awkward morning. Yeah, don't get people flaming us for saying that. Yeah, it was. It just we happened to go on a day that the kids just went on. Like they met the hit person or something a prophet they met a prophet and they were like crying talking about their experience and it was just very up very odd yeah it was it was uncomfortable and like they wouldn't let us leave that's what I remember they kept trying to invite us places like we're just here for a homework assignment <laughs> literally we're being graded on this <laughs> so let's take our pictures and ask her questions and then we'll leave <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. <to> the close. <laughs> We're gonna uh, get I, in trouble. I wrote how I forgot how funny Nick was. What did he do? He was just talking because Guadalupe was walking up to everybody, giving oh, an yeah. accent like a judge, and he's like, "Oh no, ma'am, Mm-mm. no, ma'am, you ain't doing that to me. <laughs> they need to be critiqued, but I don't." <laughs> I think she was trying to be friendly, just talking about everyone's clothes. No, because she, like, at one point walked up, it's like, how would you defend this outfit? Yeah, maybe. I'm busy, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I did, like, Andre right at the end being like, I'd love to talk to him, but I don't have time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Tim's like, you don't have to talk. I'm just looking. Yeah, so... Basically, every like a lot of the designers were not done. By oh yeah, like none of them were. Yeah. Um. But the worst was Andre. Yeah, his dress was like still in pieces, still on the, still on the. The uh, model never tried it on. Just yeah. sewed it, like him and Emmett literally sewed it on her. Um. Who else was struggling? um Daniel Franco yeah he was struggling he wanted perfection though yeah and then Zulana's dress oh my god I guess we'll get to it but yeah let's get to the walkers because now I'm at to the point where I'm at the runway okay do Um, you have the order they went in I don't have the order they went in okay Santino went first I said it's okay and I was like, what the heck is hanging off the skirt? It was like a weird doily. Yeah, I I didn't like it. Like, I get it in like a couture high fashion sense, but I don't see anyone actually wearing it. Yeah, I wrote, it's okay. It's whatever. Then Guadalupe. I liked hers. I really did. I like how she did that like cool uh, fringe thing in the front. And I really like the back. I liked the skirt, but my first reaction was it's confetti cake and streamers and a sweet 16 party. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I even wrote too. I was like, I just, I wish she was wearing something different because I don't like the pattern. I, I liked the, the skirt part. I liked that it had the stripes, but like the top, I was not, like, there was like a big red like line across it that seemed unnecessary. And I don't know, wasn't a fan. But it looked very sweet 16. Yes. A lot of these kind of do. There were I there were two for sure that I was like, this is this is very preteen. Yeah. 
Um, next was Emmett. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it. He he just the he took the jean legs and made a jacket, and he just cut the shirt. legs off his jeans and put them on his model's arms. Yeah, and then the dress was meh. I didn't even see the dress because I was blinded by the jean arms. I am absolutely shocked he wasn't the bottom. Absolutely shocked. Yeah, I don't. But it was one of the worst ones. The worst ones. I don't know that it was one of the worst ones, but it was definitely like, no. I think it was one of the worst ones. (laughs) Like, he's the only one I wrote, hate it. Hate it. I feel like I was really critical on this show there were several that I was like what is wrong with this person (laughs) and that was one of them (laughs) are you okay okay who's next uh Ramundo I wrote cute but I don't remember what it looks like I thought it was cute too it was like um like long short like I don't know yoga-y type shorts it, I put it I see it at a cafe after a morning power walk <laughs> like it was like a it oh yeah like it was athletic. the capris with the jacket there we go yeah 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 it was cute well but it was cute then uh Daniel Franco I like it as an out office outfit I'd wear that to work I thought it was boring. Yeah, it, that's like, what I mean. It's boring, but I would yeah. work. It, it was cute. It probably, the problem with, I've always had with Project Runway is as good as like a all black dress looks and how it's classic it is and everything, it doesn't show well on screen. And mm-hmm. so I, I hate when they do the full black on black. here because I'm like, I can't tell. Well, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Then Andre. I don't hate it, but what the fuck is up with that model? <laughs> I don't remember anything about the model. You don't remember? She went like, she was like, Bruh. oh yeah, she did like a Bruh. tiger. And then did like this weird, like, it has to be something that he and her came up with. Of course, of course. But yeah, it was her direct, it was probably not her just dis- like choice. Andre was like, be tigerish <laughs> yeah it was weird. but yeah she did it was very odd but he did this he's like he had been wearing all kinds of ripped jean material so he ended up with a very tattered jean dress which is very early 2000s like it fits the time period but it was not flattering yeah he he spent too much time doing whatever it could have been much better it could have been his idea was there he just didn't execute it he went he was like very emotional about the clothes that he was cutting up even though they were just ripped up jeans and a ripped up <laughs> jean jacket but he was it's because like, his store just closed about his his store just closed which okay i i get it it sucks that your store closed but you are cutting up ripped jeans <laughs> to make a dress down, is Andre get it together or just overwhelmed do you think he's gonna both. be I think it's both or is it just from being way too overwhelmed the first challenge I'm curious how he is because I don't remember I, I the only thing I really remember from this season is the Andre let's go to Red Lobster <laughs> that's all I remember 
That's how I knew Andre wasn't out yet is because I was like, no, there's too many Andre jokes. There's no way he's out this week. Yeah, same here. Uh, uh, who? Next was Daniel Vosevic. I like it. I think his jacket turned skirt was the best one. See, I wasn't like the skirt material. It made the skirt look wrinkled, whatever he made it out of. The top like looked well made and tailored yeah. which a lot of the other people were not able to do that with their <laughs> clothes mm-hmm. but I, he made the it looked like it was made out of like like one of those pant cargo pants or something whatever this skirt was made out of. i mean it wasn't yeah, jacket, I, but it looks um I think the outfit was okay. I'm glad that he was safe. He deserved to be safe. He didn't oh, absolutely. pop or the bottom. But um, I thought, because a lot of people made their jackets into skirts, and I just think he did the best job. Perhaps. Yeah. In my opinion. Uh, uh, next is Marla. Ugh. Blah. That's what I wrote. This was another Sweet 16 or preteen forever 21 outfit um i was okay i was okay with the mini skirt when the model was walking out but as soon as she turned around you could see right through the skirt (laughs) yeah you could see a butt crack and then the shirt was like this ruffled jean top which okay which is preteen early 2000 huh i said that looked like something you put on a toddler well, I, I could see it being popular, like preteen, early 2000s. I definitely had some weird jean tops, so I could <laughs> see it. But this wasn't a preteen wearing it. Yes, this is adult. Adult. Like, I one of my least favorites. I really yeah, it was, it was I don't bad. know what direction she went. I don't know how she was not bottom. Actually, no, I can kind of see why she was not bottom. I thought the skirt had potential until I saw that it was see-through. Yeah. The whole outfit kind of had potential. Maybe if you had more days, it would like take the ruffles off. What are you thinking? Yeah, I don't know. It just didn't make any sense. Uh, next is Chloe. Cute. I liked it. I liked the back of it a lot. This was my favorite one. Yeah. It this was, was cute. Favorite, it was but... it was simple and it has pockets. Yes. I didn't like how bold the pockets were, I guess. That's why it wasn't my favorite, but see, I liked it. I liked, liked I mean, it. it was like she made the most wearable dress. Like that for sure. model could literally walk down the street and people would think she bought that dress. Yeah. Like, where'd you get it? Yeah, like, it was I love that one. The craftsmanship was awesome. Uh next is Nick. I think his is my favorite. Seriously? So sexy. I thought it was really cool. His was my least favorite. (laughs) (laughs) I literally put, what the fuck is she wearing? She has a tail. No. Yeah, the tail a little weird, but I liked it. I really did. Oh, it's terrible. I really liked him and Diana's. I liked Diana's, but mixed. No, I loved the little like thong belt thing he did on the hips that's so 2000 it was, I thought it was cool <laughs> I liked it uh next is Kara what did I write here oh <laughs> <It's just 
she those bottoms it makes her model look like she has a huge ass and thighs which is really unfortunate nobody would wear these pants nobody. yeah I don't the puffy shorts I think were a mistake but I like yeah. the top and suspenders like if she'd done normal shorts with that top and suspenders that would have been my favorite dude I can't even remember what the top looked like and I watched it again this morning because I was so distracted by those fucking puffy pantaloons like it was so yeah, bizarre those were a mistake. how can like how can you make a model who's probably a size zero look like she has a fat ass <laughs> <laughs> that's we'll not easy that in a second oh yeah i can't believe she did that but is she next <laughs> no kirsten's next <laughs> i said i don't hate it the skirt Boring. i thought had some potential but i let michael kors said something about her shirt like it looks like she's at i don't remember what kind of concert she was but he basically said the shirt looked kind of trashy which i think he's probably right <laughs> No, the whole outfit was kind of trashy, but I don't think it was the worst. The the skirt had potential, but it was. I thought Nick's was worse, but <laughs> I love his look. Clearly, the judges agreed with me. But uh, who's next? Diana. Like I said, I thought hers was really pretty, and I liked hers and cool. I. It was really interesting. I really liked her too. I I like her. I hope she goes far in this. I'm afraid she doesn't because I don't remember her. Yeah. But yeah, she seems like really her. cute and sweet and I like her ideas and yeah, I hope she goes far. And I really like the fact that she pulled that off in, you know, one day. Yeah. It looked really, really nice. It had like a cute little like braid across the front that she yeah. did in the fabric. I loved it. It's cute. Yeah, it was really interesting. Uh, and finally we have Zulima. Oh god. <laughs> so I said it wouldn't be bad if it covered the model's ass. Yeah. The top part of the back of the dress is really cute. It like drapes mm-hmm. really nice, but her butt is literally, literally hanging, hanging out. out entirely. Like Honestly, I think she would have won if it fit right yeah like and she it, was the one of a better length she was the one that in the workroom was talking about how she never cuts the fabric unless she's positive and though she doesn't do planning she just has to like dive in and she's positive that she's got it right and she never has problems with fitting or whatever she was saying all kinds of stuff in the workroom and models butt annoying. is full on hanging out of the dress she's annoying i want yeah. her because she's the only she's you know a woman of color i want to root for her but she's annoying I liked the top of the back, but but like I said, I really think she would have won if that was the right length. Yeah, really cute. I like the way she styled the model too. And then and then we should note that she blamed the model's fat ass for it. She's like, my model has got a lot of junk in the trunk. What did she say? Something like that. Yeah, I don't remember. She has a booty or something. Yeah, but you're designing clothes. And back then too, back we should note that in the early 2000s, it was not good to have a big butt like it is now. That's true. This was pre-Kardashians. Yeah, so she probably crushed that bottle today. But her ass was very nice. I will say it was very nice. I wish mine looked like that. It's very cute. 
Um, so now that they all saw the top was I was Santina, Santino, Daniel Franco, and Chloe, and bottoms were Andre, Kirsten, and Zulima. Obviously. Um I wrote that Kristen literally dug her own grave by saying she wear her own. That's a big mistake to say you won't you wouldn't wear it. Yeah. She'd only wear it separately. Yeah, she wouldn't wear it together. And she basically said her outfit was too sexy. Yeah. And then also the fact that she refused to use that scarf, which okay, I get family heirloom. You don't want to cut up your scarf, but then I think it was Nina Garcia made the point like no one's asking you to cut it up. You could have still used it. You could have incorporated it without cutting it up or sewing it or anything. Yeah, it it probably would have been cute. She tied it like around her wrist. Anything. Or put it in her hair. That would have been cute. But I I don't think it was that bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't that bad. I I mean, she went out. Yeah, so she 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 went bye-bye. Um Andre literally cries himself on like almost off the stage. Like he just he just goes to pieces. He just loses it. They can't judges can't understand him. Yeah, he doesn't make any sense. Like it's like a full-on toddler. And then like he continues crying when they say he's in and Kirsten's out because he's so sad that she's leaving. Like he just keeps going. Oh, Andre, you're so sweet. Um, so Kristen's out and Chloe's the winner, which I'm happy Chloe won. Yeah, she did a good job. I yeah. we didn't mention Chloe's dress that she started with. She had made also. Oh, yeah. She said she did it in like 30 minutes. It was a very simple dress and it was cute. It was. Yeah. So I looked at what Kirsten's doing. She looks like she's full on making bathing suits that are unbelievably expensive. Oh, that's nice. Horribly expensive. Like I saw a one. I mean, good for her. There was a one piece swimsuit that was priced for $375. Out of my price range, but good for her. (laughs) The bottoms literally start like $60. Like oh, the- that's probably closer to like a like a mall type store swimsuit then. Yeah, but I guess famous people wore their outfits. I read when I looked it up, it said Eva Longoria and someone else were known to have worn her pieces. Cool. Yeah. And yeah, that's what it looks like she's doing full time. Well, she made it then, even though she got kicked off on episode two. <laughs> which is yeah which is technically their first runway sort of yeah their first competition because the other one they had like a week to do yeah but yeah episode two down Woohoo! you that i <laughs> i found a podcast of this lady who just talks about gordon ramsay and it sounds exactly like our podcast <laughs> review episodes uh-huh. <laughs> and it sounds exactly like us do they have a listener base and can we steal them <laughs> i i don't think so 
But we need to start posting on the Reddit because that's how I found hers because she posted on the Gordon Ramsay Reddit. You have you have to take over doing that because I don't know anything about Reddit and you already use it. All right. If you don't have to post them to your account, just make a new account with our username. Yeah, I can do that. I'll do that. Yeah, because I don't want to connect it to mine. I like I like that nobody knows who the fuck I am on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be private. You do that everywhere, though. You still won't add me to Goodreads. <laughs> is this what I'm reading? <laughs> no, I'm re-listening to Flowers in the Attic because it was trending on TikTok. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's just nice. It's comforting. I'm like, oh. see, that's the funny part is you say you don't want me to see what you're reading, but then whenever we talk, you tell me what you're reading. That's true. <laughs> I can add you to Goodreads. Um, yeah, I get so many likes because I write like bad reviews like on books. The only time I, re- I make any reviews is if it's like terrible. Yeah. And like I get all these like random emails saying someone likes you and I'm like, yes, yeah, someone hates that book too. I try not to like a book has to be like really unusually like usually it's because they didn't have an editor or like there's like major mistakes in it or otherwise I try not to give it a bad review because like someone put their time into it but if it's like no I only do again it's like halfway through the book this character's name changed (laughs) (laughs) and they never acknowledged it (laughs) then I might post a review (laughs) yeah no I wrote a review on a book that I I did finish it and I wrote a review and it was the most stereotype typical like thriller book like every trope within it and it was so effing bad and then another book at least this book was free was again like so stereotypical like what you would think a thriller is like oh I couldn't finish it I literally and I you know me I'll finish a book yeah bad I'm like oh I could do it I I, I, I'll finish it couldn't it was so what's called the poet so every bad like she is a genius detective and (laughs) she is the first person to be like this guy's a serial killer and he writes poems so I'm gonna call him the poet and then the poet becomes obsessed with her and (laughs) it was so bad it was like like, it was like watching criminal minds (laughs) yeah I used to force myself to finish books even when I didn't like them and then I realized my want to read list is so long that I shouldn't be spending time on books I don't like like I need to just set them aside and read something else yeah well I listen to it so like I can go through a book pretty quickly yeah um depending on what I'm doing like if I'm going on a long drive then that's gonna put like two hours into a book um but couldn't do it that book and Lolita those are the two books I could not finish you didn't finish Lolita I could not do it it was so gross (laughs) well it is gross yeah but that's the point I couldn't do it I couldn't do it it was so disgusting that's funny because that's how I feel about half the books you recommend to me I'm like this is too (laughs) depressing I can't read this (laughs) it's ruining my day (laughs) yeah no I like like horror books and thriller books I like horror, but you do like, like I can do horror. I could do like Stephen King horror, but you do ones that are like 
such dark thrillers. I think the only one I recommended to you that was really dark was Pretty Girls. No, what it was is um, who's that? That can't think of the writer now but I stopped reading her but you recommended her twice and I read two of her books of dark dark places oh Car- uh, no Jillian Jillian yeah um oh my god I have and it. sharp objects yeah oh I read god. both of those and both of those I was like Caitlin this is ruining my entire week why did you recommend this to me <laughs> I think only sharp objects is the most disturbing one that she wrote i don't know i read one of them and no, i was I think like jillian gilmore i think it's her name uh, i read one of them and i was like this this is her i don't i don't like it and then like six months later i was like oh caitlin recommended this to me i should read it and i started reading it i was like no why did i start this this is the oh i've already read something by this woman she gave me one of my favorite plot twists ever in gone girl no, she gave me one of my favorite. Like I almost put the book down because I couldn't stand the main character. Can I spoil it? I'll stop recording. You don't have to. I I never ended the podcast. Well, <laughs> recording again. This has been another episode of Blood Orange. We are so pretentious. You can hear us on all podcast platforms. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Blood Orange Wasp. We'll be back next week with season two, episode three. And now we're going to go talk about books. So bye. Bye.